0: Hello, you gorgeous humans. Welcome to my podcast, Human Better 365, for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host, Sabrina Victoria. If you are new to this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button for weekly motivational content that is sure to jumpstart your day. Today, I want to dive deep into the joy and the struggles of sharing sharing our truth sharing our story or even just speaking in general why some people are hesitant to open up and what joy can come from actually sharing your truth and your story join me human better 365 the only podcast that will create undeniable results in long-term growth Regain control of your time, get organized, and prepare for the future, all while having a life full of purpose. Because managing your time means managing your life. And now your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, hello, hello. I certainly hope you guys are having a fantastic day it is august 2020 and today i am here to talk to you a little bit about my story and the importance of sharing your story now this was a very very touchy subject for me when i first started to learn about it because i have been in an atmosphere for the majority of my life where it was very difficult to share my honest truth and my honest feelings about pretty much anything that was going on um, that was significant in my life or just thoughts that I had feelings that I had opinions that I had I was very much stifled um from the beginning from before I from from when I can remember And um, because of that, I've done a really, really good job over the course of three decades of keeping my mouth shut and not speaking my truth and not speaking uh, my opinions or what I think about certain things or certain subjects. And that has been something that has stayed with me for a long time. Now, I know (laughs) that this is not... Um, normal for me. I am a very talkative person. I'm a very opinionated person. I have no problem speaking my mind, but because of past relationships that I've been in and the way that I grew up, I always have known that I need to keep my mouth closed. And because of that, I uh, had a loss of power I had a loss of control, I had a loss of identity, Um, and it caused a lot of stumbling in my life as I grew up, as I evolved, because I never got to necessarily jump on a wagon of Sabrina Victoria and who I am and what my identity is and what I believe and what my feelings are as they are for me, not as they are for me through somebody else's opinion of me or what they think I should be. And it's been very difficult for me. I've spent probably the last maybe six to eight years finally trying to... Uh, figure out and piece together who I am as a person and what I believe in and find my true identity and what we call the world. And um, with that, I've started to share my story. And it's been a very difficult thing for me because I am so used to number one, not being able to share my thoughts or my stories. And number two, if I ever did, share my thoughts and my stories, they were actually used against me. So when you have situations like that happen, it's very, very difficult to trust people. Um, I somehow, which is a whole nother story, ended up with a slew of narcissistic individuals in my life, best friends, um, female friends, uh, spouses, boyfriends that, um, manipulated and emotionally, mentally, uh, abused and traumatized me to believe that I couldn't trust. I couldn't trust people with my story. I couldn't trust people with my honest feelings and opinions. And then when, or if I ever did, they would, um, backfire on me, a hundred percent backfire on me. And I learned over the years to be quiet to hush myself to not share my story and it's been a very very long journey for me to get to where i am now and i know very much now how important it is to share and to open up and i've been doing more and more and more of that as the years have gone on for those of you that do follow me on any sort of social media platform Uh, You will notice that more of my background, more of my past relationships is popping up and it has been incredibly helpful. And I think that that's what's really motivating me is the feedback I'm getting from people that are saying, wow, thank you for sharing your story. Wow, you're giving me inspiration. You're motivating me. You're making me feel as if I have a way out or there's a light at the end of my tunnel. Thank you so much for sharing my story. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today is it sounds very almost morbid, but you and I are going to be dead very soon, perhaps even tomorrow. I mean, literally, there are people every single day that are here today and will not be here tomorrow. And the chances of you or I being remembered in any significant way beyond like your friends or your family or your spouses is basically zilch, <laughs> basically zero um, as the decades continue and your life fades away and your family members die. Um, there is absolutely no significance to you Whatsoever We as people or we as individuals are largely unimportant, insignificant. Um, but this is the thing. In this vast sea of people, of individuals, um, each individual person isn't necessarily significant. But we as a whole, we as a society, we as a culture, we as humans as a whole, are actually very powerful when it comes to our history, when it comes to where we came from, when it comes to where we are now in according to where we were before. And we've evolved so much as a human, as a race. And this is the thing. The more that we share our stories, the more um, strength, the individuals after us who hear our stories will be, because this is my story. So, you know, minus all the stuff in the past, my most recent story, the most impactful story is my last 13 year relationship that I just got out of. And I was in a situation where I was with a, a narcissistic individual who emotionally and mentally abused me to the 10th power, on top of financially abused me. So, which means he made sure that I could never, ever save. He gave me just enough money to make me feel like he was doing me a favor. Um, I actually also worked for him, which was the biggest mistake ever. And um, I could never save. I could never save to actually leave. And what's even crazier. And more outrageous than seeing that or knowing that or me telling you that. But he actually admitted to it at the end of our relationship when I was so strong and so powerful. And I confronted him and I said, Listen, I know what you were doing. I saw what you're doing and it's totally messed up. And he agreed. He said, Yes. Yes, I was doing that on purpose to keep you in a prison, to keep you with me so that there was no way that you could leave. Yes. And I am sorry for that. (coughs) Now, would he have stopped? No. Would he have become a better person? No. Would he have stopped doing what he had done to me? No. Because we had gone through a roller coaster of a life over the past 13 years. But at that point, I had gotten so powerful and so bold and i confronted him and basically pinned him down like um metaphorically and he totally admitted i didn't realize the relationship i was in until i started to listen to other people's stories It was crazy. I would literally sometimes share little bits and pieces of things that had happened in our daily life. And I would literally ask people, is this normal? And they would be like, oh my gosh, no, not normal. But I had grown up in such of an atmosphere and the duration of my relationships also previous to that didn't necessarily guide me in a correct direction as to what is a healthy relationship and what is an absolutely not healthy relationship. And so I was very confused. And it wasn't until about eight years into my relationship. I endured this for eight years, feeling totally beat down, feeling like I needed to commit suicide, feeling like I wanted to end my life, feeling dumb, like an idiot feeling as if I was the worst girlfriend on the face of the planet. And every single thing that went wrong within our world was 100% my fault all the time. Everything, everything was my fault. And that is literally the way that I was living for eight years. I was living in a huge house and um, shopping at Goodwill. (laughs) Literally everything I owned was secondhand because I had no money. Even though we lived in a huge house, and he had tons and tons of money and cars and vehicles and motorcycles, and was buying name brand stuff, I was shopping at Goodwill with the little tiny allowance he was giving me through the you know my job working for him, and I had no idea. But as I started, so one day, sorry, one day I was in the bathroom crying about something and I was on the floor in the dark with my phone and I Googled this. I Googled, why is my boyfriend a bully? Or why is my boyfriend bullying me? Or something like that. And a whole slew of articles popped up that opened my eyes beyond beyond what i ever thought because up until this point i literally thought everything was my fault come to find out i was literally living with a narcissist a narcissist that has the traits an individual that has the traits of a narcissist 100 percent if you look at the list of what a narcissist does how he acts how he is every single one of them minus like one is a hundred percent him on the dot and i had no idea and i started to read these stories i started to watch youtube channels i started to read blogs started to read forms started to read books and i started to open my eyes up to a light a light at the end of this dark dark tunnel and i never ever would have known unless somebody else had shared their story. And it literally saved my life. I sometimes wish that I would have like saved or screenshot the very first like aha moment of this in the bathroom of like the screen and what it looked like because it was an incredible turning point for my life in the direction where it's in now. It took me years to finally save up years to get out because I was barely getting paid anything. And I am finally out. I am finally, you know, in a happy, beautiful, gorgeous relationship. I'm engaged to a man who treats me white, treats me like a princess, totally spoils me, is emotionally and mentally available to me at any point. And I never would have known that that type of relationship existed unless someone else had told their story. See, unless you share, nobody knows. I can't tell you how many times I have spoken to somebody and somebody says, oh my gosh, thank you for sharing your story because it is helping me through my story. I didn't know until you shared your story. I can't tell you how many people I know look as if they're living gorgeous lives. And when I start to share my story, they private message me. They text me and they say, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I am dealing with the same exact situation. Thank you for allowing me to know that there is a way out. Thank you for giving me hope. See, it is our duty as humans, as a collective to make sure that we are sharing our story in order to better the individuals behind us because you see if they if the individuals who shared their stories online hadn't had done that if they would have kept their mouth closed as so many people probably thought they should have probably thought you're sharing too much probably had an opinion about whether or not they should be sharing their intimate details of their relationship and how dare they and TMI and how rude and nobody cares. But see, if they hadn't had shared their stories, I would have thought that it was me for the rest of my life. I would have stayed in that relationship, wanting to commit suicide, wanting to end my life, Living miserably. Living a double life for the rest of my life. I would have been doing that for the rest of my life. A poor, pitiful existence. But see, there are people in this world. And this is what I want to encourage you to do. There are people in this world. That sit down. And they decide that I'm going to share my story because my story is worth being shared. And if I can change just one person, if I can help just one person alter their future, then it's well worth all of the opinions, all of the naysayers, all of the, oh my gosh, here she goes again. Because it is the people that step outside the box. It is the people that stand on the podium. It is the people that speak their mind. It is the people that speak loudly. Those are the ones that are saving. Those are the ones that are allowing under other individuals to find their power, find their positivity, find their boldness to stand up and live a better life. To stand up and do better. Raising the standard. Raising the bar. Somebody has to do it. 100% somebody has to do it. I have a quote here from uh, Susan Solman. She says, we can take two paths when challenged by life. We can condemn ourselves to isolation or open our hearts, share our pain, and immediately feel better. When you share, you find a community. When you share, you're not alone. That's why there's Facebook pages, Facebook groups. Facebook groups is probably what saved me. To be completely honest with you. I was on a couple of private Facebook groups. Regarding narcissistic husbands and boyfriends. And I um, read. I didn't even post. Never even posted. And I would unf- unjoin and rejoin constantly. Because I was just nervous. And I was afraid. And I was scared. But what you're in and amongst individuals. Who are going through a similar thing. Or if you have gone through it and you're helping others go through it. This is why things like AA exist. You know, people who are getting sober together. This is why, uh, you know, things for uh, the death exist. You know, the death of a young one, death of a spouse. These groups exist so that you can share and you can uplift other people. It is so important to get outside your comfort zone and be able to say to somebody, Hey, I've been there too. And to reassure them that, Hey, I'm going through this and I'm trucking along or, Hey, I was going through this and now I'm here. People need to hear those stories. People need to hear you share your real life. Good and bad. Good and bad. Now, obviously, you don't want to be a negative Nancy where you're constantly sharing your horror stories. But in the right atmosphere, under the right context, you want to be sharing your truth. You want to be sharing your triumphs. You want people to realize that once I was here and now I am here. People love rags to riches stories. And there needs to be more of them. And if you are one of those individuals who has a story like that, who's been through some stuff, which the majority of us have, it is your obligation to share your story. It doesn't necessarily have to be on a platform like this. It doesn't have to be on a stage. It doesn't have to be at a church or religious outing. It could be to your best friend. It could be to a small group of people who meet every Saturday at 3 p.m. It could be to a best friend. It could be in a Facebook group. That's one of the things that I do now. Now now (laughs) that I'm out of my last relationship. Now I comment and encourage constantly. I read stories. I'm still in some of these groups and I read stories and I comment and I encourage, there are women out there that believe they will never get married. There are women out there that believe that there are no good men. And I tell my story of my slew of men in my life that have let me down. And it doesn't matter. Because after years of that, I kept working on my mental and emotional and physical well-being and my financial well-being. And I have found a great man. Poof. Out of thin air. Just like that. That it does exist. And people need to know that. Men and women need to know that. So for those of you who have been burned in the past, for those of you that don't feel comfortable opening up because they're vulnerable, listen, I totally get it. I've been there. I've been there where I've shared stories and those exact stories are used against me, used to bring me down, used to cut me emotionally, mentally, financially. It hurts I remember one time in my last relationship I was so excited because I started investing I had a account in fidelity and I was so happy that I had saved two thousand dollars to invest and I said oh I saved $2,000. I had stopped eating out. I had freaking shopped at all these. I was couponing like crazy. I spent no money on myself whatsoever because I knew that the stock market was something that I wanted to invest in. And I was like, hey, I put $2,000 into my account. And instead of my spouse being happy for me and being like, wow, good job for you investing. Meanwhile, he had hundreds of thousands of dollars in his. <laughs> I had 2000 and a few, and a little bit because I had started it a while before that. And instead of him saying, oh, good for you. Good job. Good job for you looking out for your future. You want to know what he did? He said, wow, if you have an extra $2,000 to invest in, I guess I don't need to be paying you as much money. And he actually cut my weekly pay from what it was, which was basically nothing, even lower This was before I found out he was a narcissist. See, so that teaches me, that taught me, don't share good news. Don't share good news with people because when you share things that you're happy about, when you share things that you're proud of, bad consequences happen. And that's just one example. There are dozens and dozens and dozens of examples over the course of my life where individuals took things that I said, things that I was proud of, things that I wasn't proud of, things that I was scared of. And instead of being there for me, instead of comforting me, instead of congratulating me, they used it against me in a negative way. And slowly I was taught to never, ever share. And I was conditioned for years, decades of my life to not have an opinion, to not share my story, to not have a thought to not have a thought, my own thoughts. To just be a robot, to just work, to just be a slave. And that's not a thing. I'm here to tell you that that's not a thing. Sharing makes us grateful. Be grateful that you have a a story to tell. And that's where I'm at in my life right now. So even though I speak with passion, even though I speak with, can you believe this? I am so grateful. Because I have two choices. I can be the victim of woe is me, or I can learn from my past experiences. And I don't want to be a victim. I don't want to be a loser. I don't want to be a woe is me in a dark, sad cave. I want to be strong and brilliant with a gorgeous story. My stories, I make sure they teach people. My stories make sure I make sure that they impact people, I make sure that they inspire people. And that's what I want you to do. Be grateful for the stories that you have in your past. Those are the stories that are going to make you stronger because you are able to tell them and make others stronger. You're building off of them, your confidence grows off of that because you made it because you're still here you're still here you are got up today and you are listening to me right now you are still here so stand tall be grateful for all the stories good and bad share your stories to individuals that care. Don't share them with people that don't give a crap. They're useless. They're negative people that will always be unhappy. They will always be sad. They will always be scared. They will always be pissed off. They will always find a reason to blame you, even though they themselves in their lives are sinning, are pathetic, have faults, have issues, have not made it. But see, instead of them turning back and looking at their own lives and trying to improve their own lives, trying to work on themselves, they find it their own um, job is to critique you to judge you, don't let them be grateful for your stories and share your stories with people who give a damn, with people who need to hear them. If you went from nothing to something, anything, it doesn't matter. I'm not driving around in a freaking Lamborghini living in a multi-million dollar house with two German shepherds behind me. The definition of somebody making it is in their own head. It's in their own head. So don't feel as if you need to be on the top of the world with a million dollars in your bank account, driving around on a motorcycle in order to feel as if you've made it. If you've made it, you know in your heart. If you're truly happy, you know in your heart. I cannot tell you how many times a week I literally verbalize, you can ask my fiance, I literally verbalize out loud I am so happy. This is the happiest time of my entire life. I have never been this happy. I have never been this satisfied. I have never felt this much joy. I have never felt this content, this satisfied ever in my life. And whether it gets better or whether it stays the same, I am happy. And that's where you want to be in your life. And that's where everyone wants to be in life. Everyone that you meet is just trying to find happiness. And if you have found even a sliver of happiness, I encourage you to water it to put fertilizer in it, to grow it, and to share your story on how you did it, how you got there, because it feels good, and because it feels good to trust people, but make sure you're trusting the right people. Our obligation here on earth, there's only one or three things. I'm sorry. Three things. One is to learn. You have to continuously learn. Something isn't right, figure it out, learn. Something is broken, figure it out, learn. Your life is broken, figure it out, learn. Second is to teach. Once you figure it out, Teach somebody else immediately. You have to learn and then you have to teach. And the last one is to love. Those are your only three duties on earth. Is to learn, teach, and love. But this is the thing. It has to be in that order. If you haven't learned yourself, if you are not complete yourself, if you are incredibly broken mentally, emotionally, financially, first you have to learn. See, there's a lot of people out there who are all messed up in the head. Who are doing things they shouldn't be doing. And they want to teach you. They want to point at you. They want to judge you. And they want to tell you how to do it. And they themselves are still messing up. Make sure you pay attention to who you are learning from. Are they following their own advice in all aspects of their life? out in the public and also in private first you learn then you teach then you love that about wraps it up my friend i certainly hope that you gained a plenty and plenty of knowledge from this episode uh thanks so much for joining me here at my podcast human better 365 be sure to follow me here on soundcloud and check out my website for all my social media under sabrina victoria.com always healthy passion-filled content here i'm here to support you in your dreams reach out to me anytime i am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion much love Mwah. thanks for listening, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Take immediate action and stay in control of your life by visiting humanbetter365.com. Start to envision your best life by focusing on empowering thoughts. Personal and group coaching available. Contact us today.